Namaste guys. I am Dr. Anushruti and I am back with an amazing episode. I know most of you are fitness freak and you really want to know the secret of your fitness, the secret way towards your fitness and how to get fit, fitter and to attain the optimum health. Well, to discuss all of this today on board, I have Dr. Beth Ensley who is a physical therapist a beautiful woman and a wonderful coach. Well, she helps you move better and become stronger. Also, she makes you resilient while combining both rehab and fitness. So when we have this pioneer with us from this field, why should we waste time? Let's directly speak to her. Hello, Dr. Beth, how are you? Hi, I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I really want to know what, according to you, is fitness. What is fitness? Mm. How do you describe fitness? And also, like, what do you feel? You know, what is that particular fitness we are talking about? The good fitness, the better fitness. What is it? Yeah, very good question. Because I think there's such um, a misconception of of what fitness is, right? And um, to me, it's just getting moving and doing something that's more than just your everyday tasks. Um, so, you know, we definitely have people that like higher intensity, really hard workouts, like to lift a lot of weight. Um, and that's definitely awesome, but we have a huge part of the population that doesn't do anything related to fitness. And so even getting out and walking or starting some very light strength training to me is, is still fitness. Um, and so I really like meeting people where they're at. And getting them started just with really small steps um, and then building on that over time. So I think fitness just has a very wide range um, and can be very intimidating to people. So I like just kind of taking it down and, and meeting them where they're at. And why do you think, you know, people should get fit and fitter? Like, why should they focus on their, their fitness? Why is it important for them? Yeah, I think it's really important for our longevity. Um, I've worked in a lot of nursing homes. I've worked with a lot of older adults. Um, and that just, you can really see what happens over time. We lose our strength, we lose our function. And so to me, fitness is kind of filling our gas tanks, essentially. So while we're younger, the more that we can do to kind of fill that up and have some reserves as we get older, then hopefully we can live a longer, more functional life and um, not have the chronic disease and chronic falls and things that happen as we age. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, how can fitness, you know, uh, play a role in making good quality of life? Like longevity is one hand is very important, but, you know, as much as long life we have, more important mm -hmm. is to have a good quality of life. What yeah. quality of life one is living? So how can fitness play a role in this? Yeah. So I think it can just really help with those day-to-day -day activities. Um, so if you, you know, think about how many times you're lifting something during the day, if that's your laundry basket, if, you know, you're moving or taking groceries inside, um, doing, you know, having a fitness routine where you're working on strength training can make those everyday activities so much easier and hopefully decrease your risk of injury with those everyday activities. So you are talking about weightlifting and strength training. So to attain, you know, 
fitness in one's life is it only about or restricted to just strength training and weight lifting like do you feel the diet we intake the nutrition part mm. and the food we intake is also very important in this uh, race of becoming fitter and you know the sleep routine the way we wake up the way we sleep how much we sleep and what we consume how, what is our lifestyle also plays a role in this or it is just about getting you know that physical <laughs> fitness no i think that other stuff is is really important if not more important um is making sure we're having good quality food and good quality sleep and, and that's the one thing i really talk about with people that are doing strength training and and other forms of fitness is if we don't have the nutrition and the sleep dialed in then um you're not really getting the full benefit of all the fitness activities so yeah i, I agree with you the sleep and the tr- nutrition is kind of step one really absolutely now we have a fine fettle question for you since this episode is sponsored by fine fettle so the fine fettle question is is fitness just related to physical is it only restricted to physicality or should we also talk about mental fitness emotional fitness and the overall body fitness like what do you think if one person is lifting weights too much you know if he's into physical fitness having six pack and fitness flexibility mm-hmm. everything but is mentally weak or you know having headaches mm-hmm. constant pains in body like do we say that this person is actually fit in life yeah that's a really good question um i mean i would say no um because the mental side of it is very important too and that you know for me the the reason i started strength training in the first place was to look better right um but really what i've gained over the past 10 years of of doing it regularly is it's helped more with the mental side of things um and made me feel more confident um actually don't i'm not as concerned about the way i look i'm more concerned about what i'm capable of doing um and then it's helped you know with the uh mental health and emotional side of things just managing that better as well as like leading me to focus on some of those other things like sleep and nutrition. So um yeah, I definitely think it's way more than just the physical. Absolutely. Well, moving on Dr. Beth, I have a segment where we just burst the myths and tell the facts about Instagram posts. Now, you <laughs> would have come across a lot of Instagram pages and Instagram doctors who just are self-proclaimed doctors. and they post some medical advices on instagram which people ought to believe blindly so when mm-hmm. i have an esteemed personality in this field like you why would i miss this chance to burst and <laughs> tell my audience if it is a myth or a fact so i have a bunch of posts ready for you i'll be stating what the post says and you need to tell me is it a myth or a fact and why so so okay. are we ready to go yes Okay so the first post says lifting weights for women make them masculine <laughs> I see this all the time I actually just recently saw a post about this that women should not do Maybe uh, crossfit or strength training <laughs> um so definitely a myth um I think people that's a lot of people do think that I have a lot of women that come in and see me and don't want to lift weights for that exact reason um honestly it takes a lot of work to build that much muscle 
Um, so I think that when women have muscle on them, it makes them look really strong um, and beautiful. And so, yeah, definitely a myth that strength training makes you look masculine. Absolutely. Well, moving on, we have another post that says avoiding sugar in your diet for 30 days play a vital role in maintaining your fitness regime. Mm. Okay, so not eating sugar for 30 days. I mean, I think that's definitely, um, it could could be a fact. Uh, I think there's a lot of other factors in that. I think we are a society that eats a ton of sugar. Um, so I've done a 30 day no sugar and it's just helped with the habit of not having sugar all the time or not craving it as much. So I think that could be a good thing if, if we're um, focused on the other parts of nutrition. Absolutely. I believe there should be a balanced diet, I yeah. would say, unless you are diabetic. So you really have to right. work on sugar. Okay. Yeah. So the next post says women should not lift weight while being on their menstruation cycle. Mm. This affects their uterus and make them infertile. Mm. I think that's a myth. Um, I definitely think, you know, our menstrual cycle plays a role in and how we're feeling and how our body's responding. But I think that's so dependent just person to person. Um, so the best thing would just be to listen to your body and do what works best for you, as well as, you know, discuss that with your medical provider and make sure that, you know, you're okay to lift weights if you are having problems with yeah. fertility. Absolutely. Moving on, we have one more post. Okay, so this says, Drinking lukewarm water with honey or drop of lemon in early morning makes you lose weight very quickly. <laughs> I would say myth. Um, I know that this definitely is a trend. I've, I've never tried it myself. Um, so I, I think it could taste good. Maybe there's some science behind like getting your metabolism going. I'm not sure. Um, but I would say it's probably not a well-researched uh, thing to do. <laughs> so drinking water is not bad. So if that allows you to start the day off and um, work on some hydration, then it's probably not going to hurt you. Okay. So we have a special post now that says Dr. Beth is so much into weightlifting and believes in fitness and also train other people and her followers to stay fit. <laughs> is there, What's the question on that one? So is it a myth or a fact? Like Oh, is it a myth? <laughs> uh, it's a fact. Yes, a fact. <laughs> Absolutely. Bingo, you have cleared every myth and fact. And this was amazing. I hope that people have get to know a lot of things. What is myth and what is fact? And yes, this is your sign to not to believe everything and anything you see on social media. Social yes. media is a nice way if we have doctors like Dr. Beth but it can be dangerous when you follow such posts on Instagram. So do remember and do think twice whom to follow and why to follow. Moving on, Dr. Beth, I would like to know what did, you know, what was that one incident? I believe there is always that beginning point in everyone's life. So what was that one incident or one thing that happened with you that you transformed into fitness area? Like, Obviously, there's no one who just bonds and becomes or gets into fitness. There is that one triggering thing that happens. So what is your story behind this? Yeah, very good question. Um, 
I think, well, what led me to be a physical therapist was I tore my ACL in high school and had surgery and went through rehab for that. So that kind of put me on the path of wanting to be a physical therapist. And then I was um, practicing for a couple years and I actually started hearing about CrossFit. And my first thought with all of that was that there's no way that I could do it. Like I was too intimidated by it. I, I'd never done strength training before um, or any fitness like that. And, and actually that's what triggered me to do it because I was like, well, you don't know until you try. And um, so I, I gave it a try and fell in love with it and started to then see the benefits of having less pain, um, getting injured less. Uh, I had a back injury that I was able to like, that was not CrossFit related, that I was able to heal with weightlifting. Um, so that's what really like propelled then my career to try to help other people uh, see those benefits as well. That is so great that you actually <laughs> you know realize this fact. Well, moving on. Okay, now we have a lot of physical therapists who are listening this episode, watching this episode. You, uh, you know, I'm sure you would be aware of this fact that not all physical therapists are into weightlifting and strength training personally. Like they do have that injury prevention treatments and everything. They do work with players, but what is their maximum fitness level is to do warm-ups and some basic exercises, you know, home workouts. They are not into uh, that superpower weightlifting mm -hmm. and uh, deadlifts and everything. So uh, do you personally believe like uh, to be a good a physical therapist it is important for the doctors who are listening and watching us for them to be into this category mm -hmm. I mean I do I do believe that as physical therapists we should have the knowledge of all types of health and fitness um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go all in and do it yourself um, but I do think it's important that we know about it so that we can help you know a wide variety of, of patients I think patients can definitely still benefit from all different types of treatments. And again, like we said earlier, it's kind of meeting people where they're at. So if, if somebody's never been active and, you know, they're starting a at home warm up or some light banded work, that could still be really awesome and still really help them with their problem. Um, but I think for long term um, and for those benefits we were talking about for the longevity, that it is really important to have loaded uh strength training. So I think that as a career, we need to get on board and have more people comfortable doing that. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, now you, you know, you are into fitness, weightlifting, strength training. So what are some common injuries you have come across as a doctor of physical therapies, uh, physical therapy? And like, what are some injury prevention tips you would like to give to the listeners? Yeah, I think one of the most common things I see with the CrossFit pop population is shoulder pain. Um, we have a lot of like heavy shoulder exercises we do. And I think um, for injury prevention for that, I usually find that people need a lot more scapular stability and rotator cuff work, which we just, we don't do a ton of in CrossFit. We have, you know, bigger compound movements. And so adding in some other accessory movements that work on rotation um, lateral movements, things like that are usually really good at preventing some of those injuries and in, in the CrossFitters. And I'd say in, you know, my other population, 
like low back pain is probably the most common. Um, and injury prevention for that, I've, I've found getting them started on even light deadlifts and light hip hinging work um, really starts to help those people. Okay. Well, last but not the least, Dr. Beth, what would be Dr. Beth's biggest advice, biggest piece of advice for everyone who's listening and watching this episode towards their fitness and health goal? Yeah, I think to it's okay to be intimidated by it. Um, but my biggest advice would be to find somebody to help you get started doing some type of loaded strength training work. Um, and uh, if you're currently doing that, but you have an injury that's holding you back um, or preventing you from you know, being able to progress, then again, find a provider that will meet you where you're at and help you continue that journey. Well, thank you so much. With this, we have come to an end of this episode. I would like to thank you, Dr. Beth, for taking out time from your schedule to speak to us, my audience and me. I really hope you had a great time interacting with us and segments were enjoyable. Thank you so much again. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Likewise. Well, this is your reminder to straighten your back, have a glass of water and move. <laughs> And also see the red flags in your health. See them, do not ignore them and work on your fitness because this is the time you can take advantage of and become fit. Because once the time is go gone, it is only you who's going to get affected by it. Only you can understand the pain when it comes to you. So why not to have that prevention is better than cure. We'll see in the next episode. Till then, goodbye, take care.